In today's episode, we're going to dive into clear communication and how to start a relationship from a foundation of honesty from the beginning. Welcome to the podcast for men who are ready to lead their most expansive and courageous lives. Thank you for joining us on this adventure where we'll be questioning old paradigms and architecting new ways to live, laugh, and love. I'm Gareth Pickering. And I'm Matt Dazi. We believe that your story could contain the key that unlocks someone else's healing. So we connect with humans from all walks of life as they share their journeys from chaos to courage. So if you're ready to experience the ease and flow that come from living an expansive and well-crafted life, you're in the right place. This is the Call to Courage podcast. Yes, yes, yes. What's happening? It's Gareth and welcome to the show. This is episode three in a mini series that we're creating on relationships called Clear Relating. And myself and Matt are going to be unpacking six tools that we use in our relationships, not only at the early stages of wanting to manifest partnership, but also as you move into a new connection, how do you clearly communicate with somebody, as well as tools that we can support you if you're in a long-term partnership where myself and Matt find ourselves at the moment. The tool that we're going to be unpacking today is called RBDSM. It's an acronym and I'm really excited to share it because this is probably one of the things that has supported me most over the last couple of years. And it's a tool that I really wish that I'd learned when I was a teenager because it would have made getting clear and the way that I communicate with people, new connections, so much easier and solved so many relationship challenges that came from not being clear up front that I'm so stoked to be sharing this with you today. I'm also stoked to be sharing it with Matt, who is in Thailand. How are you, bro? I'm good, man. I'm amped that we are doing this episode because like you, communication is something that I did not install in my previous connections. And now that it is present in my current one, it has changed the entire game. You know, it's like we, mm. we, we think that our partner knows everything about us, but it's not their responsibility to know our needs and to know our desires and to know our boundaries. Like that's our individual responsibility to identify what they are and communicate it to our partner and for them to do the same to us. And that's, that's why this framework is so powerful. And you've had firsthand experience of being able to be a recipient of this particular communication framework where in an intimate connection, someone shared it with you. Maybe you can just share that story of what it was like to have this communication framework as a, as a basis for a new connection. Yeah, it was dropped in my lap one night. I was uh, uh, connecting with a girl who I had knew for, known for a few days. We had been flirting, and then uh, we ended up back at her place or mine, and uh, we're starting to connect. And she says, Matt, can we pause and have an honest conversation? And like that sounds, it sounded a little bit like, you know, when you're in trouble and you know, your parents want to tell you something that you did wrong. And I was like, fuck, what did I do? Like I was immediately defensive, but, um, she explained what it was and we dove into it and, uh, yeah, it ended up creating, really it created safety. It created safety knowing that we were both in alignment with what we were doing. We knew the limits of the night. 
I was I felt safe because we got into sexual health, we got into relationship status, and yeah, I had never really gone into a connection of any kind previous to that, having disclosed those things beforehand. It was really, yeah, it was really supportive to an amazing night together. You know, what you said there, that safety, that clarity, like all of that stuff for me represents not only this, uh, a grown-up way of starting a communication process, but it's also kind. It just It's kind to be able to be clear with one another and give the other person the opportunity to be able to show up with all the information on the table and they can make an informed decision about how they want to move forward with this connection. And it's not something that we've, that we've been taught. So let me dive straight in and unpack exactly how the RBDSM conversation works. If you are in the stage of your relating where you are connecting with new people, are dating, are looking to move into connection, this framework is going to be really, really supportive for you. And there are also elements of this framework that are going to be supportive in a long-term commitment. But right now, grab a piece of paper and a pen and write down R-B-D-S-M. And that's the acronym that is the basis of this conversation. And essentially how it works is you start with R, which represents relationship status. And so what you do with this is, much like Matt and uh, this connection that he was with, that evening, you get the opportunity with this new partner to be able to disclose exactly what your current relationship status is. So I am currently single, I am open to relating with people, and I have no other agreements. That would be an example of how to use R and disclose my current relationship status. And then I give the opportunity to the person that I'm connecting with to do the same. And they get the chance to share their relationship status as well as any agreements that they have as a way to be able to support them and let me know exactly where they are. And now we're both on the same page with regards to relationship status. The second part of this is B, and I'll come back to that. I like to go to D second, which is actually the third one on the list. And D is really around desire. And desire is really what it is that you're hoping to get from this connection. And desire could sound like, I'd like to get to know you a little bit better and maybe we can explore this a little bit more. In Matt's case that evening, I know how the story ended, but the desire for him and the partner then was intimacy and they got to own that up front. So when you're using this communication framework, you get to D and you get to own exactly what your desire is as you're having this conversation with the person by sharing what it is that you genuinely want and an opportunity for you to be completely clear about your desires and to own them as your own and see whether there's a match between what it is that you're desiring and the person that you're connecting with. Anything that I've missed there that you can support with, Matt? No, desires, that's, that's it. You did great. Mm. The next, let's say, for example, there's a match on desires around intimacy. So in Matt's example, let's say they both, both of them had a desire to connect intimately. The next one is what I call the elephant in the room that we often don't speak about, and that's sexual health. In a new connection, sexual health is a really important thing to speak about if you're going to be engaging intimately. I know that there's a version of me that has been in an intimate connection or an intimate space that has pretty much just ignored this and wanted it to unfold as it will. And that could look like seeing whether there's going to be a conversation around protection, whether there needs to be some sort of 
um, boundary put in place in order to protect myself and or my partner, but it wasn't something that we spoke about. But when you get to this part of S, you directly speak into the sexual health protocols of where you are at the moment. So if I was connecting with somebody, we had been through the desire part and we both agreed that there was an opportunity for intimacy, the sexual health conversation sounds like, okay, I have been for a, a, a sexual health test. My last test was a month ago. I was tested for gonorrhea, chlamydia, HIV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, stating everything that you were tested for. State exactly what the outcome of those particular tests were. So I was clear, 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 clear. Since then, I've been with one or two lovers. I was protected or unprotected in those engagements. And then share that with the other person and give them the opportunity to own their sexual health status with you. And this, as Matt said, creates a very clear agreement frame of exactly how we're going to engage and what needs to take place in order for us both to feel safe. So what comes after doing S is whether there's going to be a boundary. So now we're starting to get to know what the other person's desires are. We know whether there's a match there for some intimacy. We have spoken about potential sexual health, um, our tests, exactly where we are with our sexual health and where there's a match again. And now the opportunity for boundaries is to say, okay, we're moving into this next phase. I have a direct request that we don't and then share something that I don't want to do. So whatever my boundaries might be, I get the opportunity now to disclose those boundaries to my partner or this person that I'm connecting with, and they have the opportunity to do the same. So a boundary could be, okay, thanks for sharing your sexual health status. A physical boundary for me would feel like a condom because we're not sure about you know, our, our sexual health as being 100% clear. So let's use the boundary of a condom. So you've moved through all of these processes of getting clear on your relationship status. You've both spoken about your desires. You've spoken about your sexual health status and you've spoken about your boundaries. You get the opportunity to talk about this one last piece. And I, <laughs> I really love this piece because the M stands for meaning. And this is something that I think would make many intimate partnerships so much clearer and so much cleaner by being able to own up front exactly what this means to me. And so that could mean, hey, it's really great being with you this evening and I'm looking for a long-term partner and I hope that this grows into something. But meaning, when you're completely honest, might mean I'm looking to have fun with somebody for one night. You feel like a match, but tomorrow I don't want to speak to you again because that's not what this means to me. You get the opportunity to own what it means up front for you and the other person gets to receive that and see whether it's a match for them before making the decision to carry on this intimate connection. And likewise, they get the chance to express their meaning. What does it mean for them in order for them to be able to continue with their relationship from their side and you get to decide whether that's a yes for you. And the reason this one makes me so excited is because I know the version of me that didn't, that didn't own exactly what um, intimate connections meant. And I couldn't say, you know what, this is just a hookup for me. And I would keep that part secret and not disclose what the meaning was for me in a particular connection so that I could get my needs met. But I know that that wasn't kind to the other person who may have had a different idea of what meaning was for them, who might be looking for a a long-term partner or a, a, a husband at some point. And if we don't agree on that meaning, 
connecting here is just unkind for both of us. So that is essentially the our BDSM framework. And maybe Matt, before I recap that, you can share what, what was meaning for you guys when you discussed this in your partnership. Um, actually, we, we did this conversation and through uh, the meaning bit, we identified that um, that we were both looking for long-term connection. Like we had, we had started the physical intimacy looking for just a sexual exploration to see where it goes. Um, but through this conversation, we revealed that both of us were really looking for deeper partnership and, 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 and going for something like that. And it, it allowed us to enter that connection knowing that that was a possibility. And it then blossomed into uh, a marriage and a, a beautiful son and the best relationship of my life. So good. It's just what, what I like about what you said there is that this communication framework is something that you can continually revisit because these things start to change. Like your desires start to change. What this connection means to me or to the other person is likely to change as we get to know each other better. And it's a continually dynamic, evolving partnership. And if you get the opportunity to continually drop into this, and to have clear communication by going through this framework and letting the other person know when your desires change, when your needs change, when whatever this means changes for you, you really get the opportunity to be in a continual inquiry about whether what it is that we're creating together in this partnership is still good and beneficial for both of us. So yeah, I love that you started with with that and that, and that it unfolded in that way. Did you guys continually revisit this this framework as you related for the for the time you were together? Yeah, we revisit it probably once a year. I would say we've been together for three years and we go in and, and take a look at that. And yeah, it gets I would. I want to say it gets easier every time we do it. I think we're more familiar with the process, and at the same time, there's there's butterflies. There's, you know, is does this still mean what it means to the other person? Like, and again, in previous relationships, these topics would just go undiscussed, and I would just mm-hmm. assume or wonder. And yeah, it's a lot more clean and clear having it, uh, having it there and out in the open. Clarity is kindness. So if you are looking at leveling up your next intimate connection, or perhaps you're in an intimate connection where these specific areas haven't been clearly defined, the RBDSM conversation is the one to start with. Start by discussing your relationship status and what your agreements are, and then offer the other person the opportunity to do the same. Then move down to your desires. Express what it is that you're looking for inside this connection And then invite the other person to share their desires. What is it that they're looking for? If there's a match on intimacy and you want to have conversations around sexual health, use this as an opportunity to share your most recent sexual health updates and ask them to share theirs. Talk about if there's going to be any boundaries around your connection. Own what it is that you don't want in this connection and invite them to do the same. And then continually check in and see what this connection means for you And share exactly what that is so that the other person is gifted the opportunity to make a decision with all the information available of what's true for you in every single moment by saying this partnership means and then share whether it's an exploration into something more long term, whether you're looking for a short term connection, exactly what that means to you. 
And then again, invite them to share what it means so that you have the opportunity to see if there's a match in what it is that you're looking for and what the other person's able to show up for. So I love this communication framework. I really wish that I'd had it for many of my previous intimate connections because it only came into my world about five years ago. And yeah, having been navigating most of my intimate relationships, it feels like blindfolded. I think having this framework would have made it so much clearer and it would have been so much kinder to both myself and to my intimate partners in the past. I think it would have been much easier to navigate our intimate relationships. So this is the third episode in our mini series called Clear Relating. And I would love to invite you to join us in a deeper dive if you are looking to level up your relationships in a six-week training that we are kicking off on the 13th of March, 2023. Matt, do you want to share exactly what Clear Relating, the six-week framework, looks like for the men that are interested in leveling up their relationships? So Clear Relating is a six-week container that we're going to be dropping into with a, a handful of other men who are either looking to call in that perfect relationship or they're in a currently functioning relationship that they want to enhance and improve through communication skills, owning needs, owning desires, owning boundaries, and establishing that level of intimacy and connection that allows you to elevate to a better version of you. So we're going to be doing things like identifying what you want in partnership, clearing past relationship baggage, getting communication tools in place that support you, doing the work on yourself so that you can show up as the partner that your partner needs to be to have that amazing relationship that you want. And yeah, excited to offer this. Um, this is one area that uh, once I got this piece of my life dialed in, it was able to help me align all the other pieces of my life of taking better care of myself, of being a more efficient worker, of yeah, getting creative and, and, and knowing my truth. So this is part of what we're going to be sharing in this six-week experience. So good. I'm really excited to be creating and sharing this with you because I feel like over the last few years, you and I have been, we've held so many conversations with one another about how these communication frameworks have supported us. And we've used some of these tools not only to call partnership into both of our lives, like you and I started experimenting with this stuff when we were both single and we're now, right. you're a right. father, married for three years, I'm four years in a deeply transformational connection with Araminta. And yeah, the gifts that we've been able to, to glean from being in these committed partnerships with a, a deep underlying commitment to making these things work feels like a real gift to be able to share. And I'm excited to go into this container with 18 other men and to see what comes up and to be able to support them through this process because I think some of the containers that we have been in personally, um, personal development retreats, authentic relating retreats, the way that you and Aitana are teaching authentic communication, I think we've got so many gifts to be able to share with men that perhaps, you know, this, is, this course is basically for me seven years ago or eight years ago before I had all of this stuff dialed in. And so I'm really excited to be sharing some of these points that really get down to the clarity that is the kindness to ourselves and to our partners that make relating feel like a deep, deep, deep joy. And um, 
the opportunity to be able to share this and co-create with you, bro, is going to be so epic. So if you're keen to join us um, for clear relating, this is the first time we're running this training. As Matt said, it's a six-week training for men that are looking to level up their relating styles by using these types of tools. We'll put a link in the show notes, but the process is to jump on a call with either myself or Matt to see whether you're going to be a fit for this training container. And you can also check it out at fatherssonsbrothers.com forward slash clear. And let's jump on a call and see if this program is going to support you to level up your relationships. Matt, thanks again for showing up with us. I know it's the middle of the night there, <laughs> but it's uh, it's been an absolute joy creating and sharing these uh, these tools with our audience on this podcast. And um, I'm excited to see you in episode four, brother. Thank you, brother. Yeah, it's been a joy, and I'll see you at the, uh, the next episode. Ciao, ciao.